This week on the TorontoGameDose.com podcast, we talk about their tension in mobile games, Pitfall Planet, and the results of our Game of the Year voting. What's up, everyone? This is episode 19 of the TorontoGameDose.com podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, the main dude behind TorontoGameDose.com. With me, as always, is Brett from Hard Circle. What's up, everybody? And uh, Dan from Composing Dan. Hello, hello. And uh, this was going to be the 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 best sounding podcast because uh, <laughs> I'm actually on location at Dan's house, um, but Brett couldn't make it because he's a punk. <laughs> <laughs> and I we have c- a lot of things to do today, so <laughs> and uh, we couldn't get the working, we couldn't get the the like setup right. So I'm upstairs, Dan's downstairs, and Brett is in Hamilton. Hamilton, so. Yep. It's going to sound like just every other podcast. Thanks, Brett. Mm-hmm. No problem. <laughs> it, it'll sound just as good. Yeah, that's true. Like, just are we? Good. Yeah, we're just going to start going to uh, dance house every day. I mean, no, every weekend. No. <laughs> no, but we should do we should do one Radio God podcast where we all get together and have our own mics and just like roundtable it in the studio here. That'd be fun. I'm down. Are we allowed to swear? Uh, no. No, still no swearing. Well, you, right. can, you can swear. It's just I'm going to edit you out, so I'd rather you don't swear. I know. Right. <laughs> we can just have like a beep button so that you can swear and mute it at the same time. I just – I love swearing. I'll, I'll be perfectly I, – I like – I am a sailor. If you see me on the streets, you know what's up. Well, you can just, we can just have a Brett button that we just press every time that he's about to talk and – <laughs> just be ready it could happen any minute the last setup we had actually would have worked just fine because brett would have talked but not, nothing would have come through <laughs> <laughs> just random gaps of silence yeah yep. <laughs> as if we're talking to someone oh, that would have been awesome uh thanks everyone for joining us it is the the first podcast of the new year um as always our intro music was done by jake budno you can check him out online and uh, outro was done by dan uh from composing dan who you're listening to right now um, I got to remove that stuff. How is everyone? Uh, maybe just brief. We kind of, we were going to do a podcast last week and we actually started it, but I just had internet issues. So yeah, that ended, was crazy. Yeah. It ended up not going on, but maybe we'll just summarize the, the holidays slash the New Year's. Uh, Brett, how, how'd everything go? Uh, really good. Nice and chill. Like, yeah, I just relaxed a lot. Went to the gym a little bit, played a lot of video games and nice. just, just relaxed. Did you get through the gaming backlog? Oh man, my ba- my gaming backlog is huge. So no, <laughs> we'll see how many games I play this year. But it's I have way too many. Yeah. Um. And Dan, how was uh how was New Year's and Christmas and all that jazz? Uh, not as relaxing. Uh, just like I did a lot of driving around to different family members' houses and whatnot. Uh. Better than previous years because usually I go like all over the place, like all over southern Ontario, man, I'm, like all over the map. Mm-hmm. But uh, this Christmas we tried to keep it a little bit more minimalist. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I assumed, you know, just by taking stock of it that I might only have like one big Christmas meal, which is great because I can't do like, you know, two or three in a day like I was doing last year, right? Because mm-hmm. it, just, it just cripples you. And I got like... And it ended up having like five meals anyway nice. and then leftovers and stuff. And I'm just like, I'm done eating food. Done. <laughs> done. More food for like a week. Yeah, I had on Christmas Day, I had like four dinners plus pie. It was it's insane. And then they send you home with all kinds of leftovers. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Just too much eating. Too much for me. I'm done. Yeah, I I'm, did all. I'm on a tea like detox for like the week pretty I much. I love it. I did take ton. I didn't eat tons. Like we did all of our meals like in like one day, pretty much. So it was like I had a good brunch and then I had a wicked dinner and then I just went home and passed out. <laughs> nice. nice, cool. Yeah, that was, uh, that's pretty much it, man. Opened up some presents, gave a lot of presents. It's good stuff. Yeah, same on my end. And I, the, this will be known as the New Year's where I fell asleep at like eight o'clock and just. <laughs> I did oh, yeah. I passed out at like ten thirty. Yeah. I'm just like I heard my phone buzzing and I'm just like I'm not I'm not answering because I know you guys are just saying Happy New Year's. So <laughs> I'm just going to go back to bed now and just enjoy my sleep. It was great. Oh man, I I definitely stayed up till like two or three in the morning, but uh, mm. yeah, I would have 
I would have rather went to bed probably. I traditionally never do anything on New Year's. Like I just don't. I like to avoid it at all cost because it's too expensive and I want to just be safe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? I just don't want to get in a drunk fight and die on a new year. So, <laughs> is, that, is that like a, a continuous threat for you? Or yeah, I've been usually happen on my New Year's party. I have been in so many New Year's fights in my life <laughs> that I like purposely just don't want to even be at any club on New Year's anymore. Because it's always like someone wants to ring in a New Year by fighting a big Indian, and then it's like you're not. It's not happening, bro. <laughs> So I just I think you hang out with the wrong people. Yeah. I do sometimes. <laughs> I'm trying. That's the part of my New Year's resolution. <laughs> I'm going to invite you to my New Year's party, and I'm going to promise you that nobody will want to fight a large Indian. Okay, nobody. Twenty bucks. We just, we just all love each other. No one ever wants to fight me. So <laughs> just chill out with me, and no, everyone will just leave you alone. Snore. That's right. Yeah, exactly. No one wants to fight the giant bearded guy. So. I just need to make better friends. So 2016, everybody out there, <laughs> I'm trying to make better friends this year. New Year's resolution, better yeah. friends. Better friends this year. Cool. Unless have- you, so unless you want to fight a, a giant Indian man, uh, you can become friends with Brett. Make sure to follow my Brett Meeser on Twitter. And <laughs> He's a super nice guy. Yep. It's the year of new friends. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, that might be the title of the podcast, actually. <laughs> cool. We're gonna we're, we'll start it off like we do with every other podcast with the uh, hype time. Hype, hype, hype. hype. <laughs> nice. Hype time. Uh, it is kind of a downtime for events and stuff like that. So I have sort of the same stuff. There's the GBC Toronto Global Game Jam. That's end of January. And uh, the Project Arena esports competition that's uh, in February. I got Call of Duty for, on PS4 for Christmas. So if anyone wants to kind of not a not a super competitive team, but just like a team to have fun, uh, I'm down for doing Project Arena with you. So let me know. Sweet, cool. Brett, what are you hyping up? Uh, right now, so January is here, and uh, oh, let me hold on. I got pulled up the calendar date. What day that is? Um, January 20th will be the first GDD or Game Dev Drinks of the new year. Um, I had a guest lined up, but uh, some family issues have come up, so he might not be able to do it. But I, uh, I, I do have a backup, so I'll be able to announce that on the next podcast, and I'll be putting it online uh, probably on January 4th. But Game Dev Drinks is happening, same time, same place. So January 20th. Uh, what did I use? 7 p.m. I'm, I'm out of the loop of my own event. <laughs> 7 p.m. at the Pheasant Plucker um, on the second floor. We'll all be there hanging out, networking, and listening to somebody talk about the wonderful world of game development. Nice. Yep. Uh, Dan, you got anything on the horizon? No, not really. Just supporting what you guys are saying, basically. I mean, if there's anybody out there who's debating on whether or not to go to one of these game jams, either if, be it Ham Jam that's coming up or be it the global game jam don't debate just go just go and do it hook up with the team make a game by yourself if you have to whatever it is but they're just totally invaluable when it comes to you know making totally valuable rather when it comes to making connections with people yeah Yeah, and you, you might make new friends at these things too yeah you might make friends with brett yeah there you go oh snap (laughs) <laughs> that's the real it. reason but yeah no you got to go to those things they're just really good for the community really good to just meet people you know mm-hmm. go to gdd make it happen meet some friends everybody's super nice super easy to get along with you know it's not uh i'm really looking forward to game dev drinks this year I, i'm just yeah. trying to figure out like like i actually missed everybody that like even though it was only one month off i kind of missed hanging out with everyone <laughs> Yeah, totally. So it was like I was sitting there. I'm like, oh, I should have had the the uh, the Christmas party or something like that, just for the heck of it. And uh, yeah, I totally missed it. So I, I'm looking forward to just like you know hanging out with everybody, seeing everybody again, making new friends. It'll be great. And I'm looking forward to my game jam too. So that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, that's Dude. it, man. Cool. Um, yeah, you can check out all those events on the site. I actually don't have uh, game dev drinks on there yet, so I'll add it. Um, do you have the my game jam on there too? I do have your game jam on there. Okay, cool. I think. No, I don't. Oh, great! I'll, yeah. I'll add them. I'll add them. Yeah, uh, I can add them after this. One of us will add them. 
they'll be on the site. <laughs> cool. Uh, if if that's all we got to hype up, we can just move on to news time. I think that's it for hype. Okay. News, news, news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. <laughs> Brett, you missed it. <laughs> I was I was just actually just thinking if there was anything else to hype yet. I was like, did we get everything? <laughs> but, Thanks, yep. Dan. You always got my back. You're welcome, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's been Christmas and stuff, and it's been two weeks, but there's so there's not that much to discuss. But um, still, a few things that we can just dive right in. Number one, uh, Crow Terra gives an update on their game, um, formerly known named uh, Emprios. Uh, if it sounds like I don't know how to pronounce it, that's actually one of the reasons why you changed the name. It's now called Dark Tide. So this is a strategy like RPG. That was being developed, I think, on iOS devices, maybe Steam. I can't remember. Um, but they kind of, I was talking to Joe, and he kind of like went over, I guess he, he did like a revamp of basically all the art and the, and the name and stuff like that. So uh, just from the story, over the last few months, we've taken a lot of feedback, and one constant was that people had a hard time pronouncing Emperios and would always ask how it should be pronounced or spelled. On top of that, a totally unrelated title named Empyreon launched on Steam, and we wanted to avoid any confusion. So we hit the drawing board, spoke to a lot of fans and other studios, and finally came up with a name that we believe suits the game much better, Darktide. I like that. Yeah, I like the name too. <clears throat> Me too. Um, the art's cool. It's, uh, it's one I've... Joe, the creator behind this, was actually like the very first person to ever use, other than me, to use the hashtag Toronto Game Devs. Um, mm-hmm back when I used that hashtag a lot. So he was like one of the first people who like, I didn't find him, he found me. Yeah. Mm. So I've been talking to him for a while and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for this game. And uh, Me too. I can't wait to actually like play it. I'll live stream it, all that jazz. That's going to be good. Yeah. I don't know if it's like planned for 2016. I would think it is. Uh, it sounds like what they're going to be launching in the new year is a Square Enix, like uh, the collective campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be like early in the new year and then, you know, hopefully you release in the next, in 2016, but I'm not hundred percent sure, but keep your eye on that one because it, it looks solid and strategy RPGs, there aren't that many that are being mm-hmm. developed, I feel. So yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can move right along then. Yeah. I can't wait to see more of this game. Yeah. There should be more. I'm, I'm assuming like in January, uh, or maybe February, we'll see. Like, um, oh yeah, the Square probably. Enix. <clears throat> sorry, when the uh, put up the Square Enix campaign, that'll be probably where we'll see the most. Yeah, because for that, you would probably want to have like a trailer and screenshots and like a solid like idea of what the game is, right? So yeah. So we'll have all we'll have all that on TrainingGamedevs.com. So stay tuned. Um, Dan, any any thoughts? Are you big strategy RPG guy? Um. No, not not really. But uh, I'm actually I was scoping out the site, uh, and I just checked out uh, Mr. Madsen or Madsen here, the the composer and sound designer. He's got a cool site. He's got. Uh, I'm stoked to actually go through and listen to some of his material. Always always about the sound. Always got to just go straight to the music. Oh, I'm scoping out. I'm scoping <laughs> out uh, all the all the. Uh, I don't want to say competition because I, I don't really look at it as competition. I look at it as just like. You know, Inspiration, see, man. Yeah, exactly. Like whenever I see um, good music by other video game composers or other composers, especially sort of like in my like my peers, like in my age group and stuff like that, I like to see what they're doing because it always inspires me to to try new things and get better. You know. Mm-hmm. Nice, cool. Um, yeah, we'll have more on that uh, like in the new year. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two. Oh, Snap Games discusses the lighting and the sound of Quasar. Uh, this is a game I've been wanting to write about for a while. Um, just kind of was checking out their site, checking out the blog. Seemed like uh, they they kind of do like like dev blogs every now and then. So they were kind of discussing the uh, the lighting and stuff in the game. So if you're not familiar with Quasar, it's like a twin stick uh, shooter uh, yeah. that's more like competitive. So it's going to be like one on one or two on two, three on three, four on four. Um, yeah, there's a they definitely want to do an esports kind of vibe to it. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Uh, they were at FanFest at the Canadian Video Game Awards, so I got to play it a little bit. It's definitely like fun. It's chaotic. Um, I did like the one-on-one. I think I'd be more inclined towards like a three-on-three or four-on-four sort of thing. 
mm-hmm. similar to like yeah. uh to rocket league um mm-hmm. completely different game but like the one-on-one there i never really play i just like i do the team stuff more so oh you have rocket league on ps4 oh <laughs> <laughs> actually i have an update on my steam on my steam library that we'll discuss later on but okay cool um yeah i i actually played this game too at fan fest and uh, I was killing everybody that I played, except for the developers. They were really good at it. <laughs> Makes sense. This looks yeah. dope. This looks it cool. is dope. Plus, I know both the developers. I went to school with them. So oh, nice. They're pretty good guys. Are they Hamilton or are they Toronto? Uh, one half Hamilton, the other half Toronto. True. So, and then uh, actually, the O Snap, one of the O Snap guys always is at uh, Game Dev Drinks. So you can always talk to him and talk about Quasar. That's Which right. Which one? Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank. Yes. Oh, Frank. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, he's the one who's behind. Well, one half of O Snap, or maybe one fourth. I don't know. I can't remember how big their team is. He's a, Frank's a cool guy. He's a creative yeah, director, I think. Right. Uh, yeah, he should be. He's a good artist. So. Yeah, super nice dude too. Mm-hmm. So he's always at he's always at Game Dev Drinks if you want to sit down and talk with him about Quasar and O Snap. Actually, they're going to be doing a talk. They will be doing Game Dev Drinks in May. I think I said. I think. Yeah, somewhere around there. That fits around the release of the game because it is uh, scheduled to come out uh, early this year. So, Yeah, we've been talking a little bit back and forth of when they want to come out. So it's either, yeah, I think it's going to be May. Nice. So, yeah. yeah, This looks dope. It yeah, was I'm, fun. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, so there's, uh, I always like the dev blogs. I'm not even really like a developer, but I always like reading them because it's just like going, it talks about like creating the game and how much like tinkering you have to do and, and stuff like that. So I put in some blurbs there from the lighting and from the sound guy and just how they both kind of, you know, um, just start kind of building it and then just like tinkering with it and just kind of keep, it keeps it growing. And there is a trailer there too, or like a teaser anyways, where you can kind of see it in action. So it's solid. I'm looking forward to it. I'll definitely pick it up when it releases next year or this year, actually. Mm-hmm. Beauty. Beauty. Boom. Um, number three. Uh, this wasn't really news. In fact, it could probably go down in history as the most delayed news ever. But uh, I did the checkout, like the co-op puzzle game Pitfall Planet. It's mm-hmm. one. Uh, so there's a competition called Level Up, which is all students developed games. Runbo actually started on it, right, Dan? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, actually, yeah, they, they had it, uh, they did a global game jam or whatever. And then once they had something reasonably refined, yeah, they went to level up. Yeah. Uh, they, they won best game design, I believe. Oh, nice. uh, I believe so. Um, so Pitfall Planet won the best, uh, I think it won like best overall game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I actually, it was like one of the few games I played at that event. That event was like, the, it was back in April and it was like the first like thing I did for Toronto game devs. Nice. I don't even think the site or the site had just started. Um, and so it's uh, it's like a call puzzle game and, and it's kind of similar style to like the the shooty skies or the block, the crossy roads or whatever, like the block characters. Right. Uh, and you kind of just work towards like getting to the end goal. So, you know, what I saw was so far kind of like the typical like two player stuff, like someone has to stand on a switch and then the other person can move and then he has to stand on a switch and then et cetera. Yeah. So, it's uh, it looks awesome. I, I love the. I'm digging the art style. It's a lot of. It's really like colorful. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a trailer there too. So check it out. I've seen this game a while back. It feels like. Well, it was the first time I saw it was Level Up in April, but that's like when I first started. So I don't know if it, what the mm-hmm. history of it before that. Uh, yeah, I just heard about it. You know, in 2015, really, I didn't hear about it in you know before that. I don't think. Mm. I'll definitely play it because I love games like this. Yeah, I only I only played like two or three games there. Um, I liked Level Up. It was just like super mm-hmm. crowded. Is it like Lego style? So if you play as one player, you just switch controls of the different characters. I don't know because I played it with my girlfriend, so I don't know how it handles with the with the if you're just one player. It'll probably be the the, the L trigger switch classic. Yeah, that's what um, that's what Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time does. Oh, okay. cool. Yeah, you like control your person, then you just like hit L on the controller and then just like tell them where to go. Oh, I see. Cool. I wonder how good this is compared to uh, Toad's treasure, Captain Toad and the treasure one. Oh, true. It is similar like that, actually. Yeah. Sorry for saying that to you guys. <laughs> uh, they might have been just like, oh, I hope no one mentions that. But 
I play a lot of games, and I'm like, hmm, this looks like Toad, Captain just, Toad. Just in terms of the art style? Uh, the angle. More really. so, yeah, the angle and the controlling of it, because you're, like, you're on a grid, but not really on a grid. And, hmm. um, and it doesn't look like you can jump. No, I don't think you can, and you couldn't in Toad, too. So hmm. I don't know. I like, the, I like Toad, actually. That, that makes me more excited for this game, actually, because I like Toad. Yeah, me too. The, that Captain I, Toad. I played the crap out of that Toad game. I didn't beat it. I like what I did is I what? I played it for like one sitting like three or four hours, and then the next sitting like for three or four hours, and then just like the puzzles kind of got a little bit too like hectic for me, and I just like other stuff came up, and then I just never got back to it. Sure. <laughs> All right. What does that even mean? <laughs> you know what talking Captain Toad? Yeah. Yeah, the Wii U. I forget the exact name of the game, but it's like a Wii U game, Captain Toad's something, something. Yeah, I forget the whole name, but yeah, Captain Toad. Could you um, rotate? You could rotate that, right? Like you could rotate the whole map in that game, right? Yeah, you, with the triggers, you can go <coughs> left and right with it. That was actually the worst part of the game because you like it. The motion of the controller also rotated the camera, and you couldn't turn it off, and it was terrible. Oh, that I would never trip. What? No, you could. You can play without. No, uh, you can. I did because I beat the whole game. So, well, no. Okay, I'm gonna load up this review of IGN because I remember reading about it. And you, dude, can't. I was. Don't make me. Oh man, when I unpack, <laughs> it's on. You've lived there for like six months. You're never unpacking. <laughs> I, I. Let's just. You're just packed for your next move. Yeah, just look at it that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, I, you never know where I'm going to go next. Actually, I have an idea of where I'd like to go next, but. <clears throat> Hey, talk for a minute because I'm going to look up the review where it says... The only part where the control is really wonky is when you're doing the first-person shooter part with the turn-ups. But you can play the turn-up sequences without doing the camera look because you could just use your left and right trigger to rotate around. Okay, so we're getting off topic, but you were yeah, always we in full control of the camera. And while it's definitely seemed a bit micromanage I like the freedom to view the world at whichever angle I wanted. The problem here is that it's controlled both through the right stick of the... And the gamepad's gyro sensor, and the sensor can't be turned off. So I found that the camera's spinning out of control whenever I move my wrists. I've never had that problem in my lifetime of playing that game. <laughs> lifetime, the whole lifetime of playing it. Yeah, like it, that never once happened to me. So unless you guys have like wonky wrists, then I don't understand how this could even be an effect. So. Well, it's even like if you just put the controller down, like, and then it just like spins the camera. I don't know. Never happened to me. Well, can't all be like you, Rip. You gotta Sorry. be able to turn off that function, though. No, no, I iron, can't. I'm the uh, the iron wrist. <laughs> all right, <laughs> my new kung fu movie. Okay, I'm moving on before. <laughs> yeah, before anything it's happens. The kung fu movie, guys. Oh, you guys, you guys, <laughs> dirty. Number four, uh, game of the year fan vote results. So last, uh, or I guess two weeks ago, we did our own game of the year. Um, Brett called us uh, typical and then picked Mario as his game of the year. <laughs> that was Zelda. <laughs> that was Zelda. No, well, that, was, well, no, that was the most anticipated. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mario Maker is his game of the year. And then Zelda. Well, my is game his, of the year called was us both Mario typical Maker. and then picked like the most. Like, the most <laughs> <laughs> hey, no one has a hard on time. <laughs> um, no but, retweets about that. They all agreed with me. <laughs> so I did, uh, we did, a, we did a, f- a vote on the website. If you had commented on the story as well, you could have won the game. Um, and it actually, this like game of the year all the time now, because this, uh, this poll like resulted in the, the highest traffic, like by far, uh, ever for the site. And it was interesting seeing the drop-offs of like how many people like saw the page, how many people voted and then how many people like commented. But, um, Really cool, really successful. A lot of a lot of people voted. So, in order, fan voting, game of the year. Number five, uh, Super Time Force Ultra. Nice. Oh, I forgot about that game. The game was so hard. I like. I don't know. I can. It was. It was fun, but like, man, did I suck? I just never got the hang of it. I sucked at it so bad. Is that on PC? On Steam? Uh, yeah, I think so. It's not the Ultra. Like, they came out with Super Time Force. Yeah. And then the Ultra is like the PS4 port of it that has oh. a little bit more stuff. Music but, in that game though was so dope. It was. Yeah, 6955. Oh man, good music. Uh speaking of good music, number 4, Runbo. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was crap. <laughs> uh Dan's game of the year last year. <laughs> it actually it actually got 
a best score of 2015 from Greek Gamer. If hey. that uh, you know means anything to anybody, so. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, number number three, keep talking and nobody explodes. Um, this is a game I actually like wasn't familiar with and didn't know that it came out. And it's from Ottawa, but uh, basically, my understanding of the game is that there's like five people. One is in the room with a bomb, and the other four people have like a manual that describes how to solve one part of the bomb. Oh, that game. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're talking about. So that was developed in Ottawa. Um, and yeah, that actually started from uh, a game jam, actually. Cool. Uh, it was in the, the Global Game Jam uh, probably two years ago now, maybe. Nice. Oh, sure. Okay. It was awesome. So, so that was number three. So people really dug that one. So I might have to I might pick that one up. Yeah. I think they have a VR component in it too. So if you have I th- if I recall they put VR in it so you could like get in there with the bomb and like like manually disarm it and stuff. Oh, that would so. be fun. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Um number 2, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That was my pick. <laughs> Thanks everybody. <laughs> One that I it's a game I started just playing on Steam actually and and really digging. I could see why so many people like it. It's uh I'm it shines with co-op though. You like it's fun single player, but you, mm. you need to do a co-op to really like and to Maybe really we'll get the do full. a co-op uh, match sometime together. I'm down. I'll live stream it. Uh, and number one, the as voted by the fans, known as Toronto TorontoGameDevs.com Game of the Year, N plus plus. Nice from uh, MetaNet Software. Beauty. The ninja platformer that. Um, is a lot of fun and you'll die over and over again. And mm. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it wasn't personally, it wasn't my game of the year as everyone knows, but uh, still a solid game and uh, congratulations to them. And thank you everyone for voting. Cause it was, uh, it was kind of crazy seeing how many people voted. Like mm-hmm. that's awesome. That was a good idea to, to, to run a little, uh, you know, fan challenge there. Yeah. Smart. I liked it. I know I voted. Yeah, me once. too. <laughs> I voted for. I only voted once. I didn't know you can vote multiple times. Oh, no, you can. can no, you can vote multiple times. You can vote for multiple games. Oh. Oh yeah. Okay. I only picked one because I only believe in one. <laughs> <laughs> Lovers in dangerous space time. That's right. Number two. <laughs> what is your What is your guys' games place? Uh, I I voted for uh, the Castle game, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, and then I believe I actually did M plus plus and Runbo. Those were like kind of my top three games. Some of the games I hadn't played yet, I probably would have voted for Lovers in Dangerous Space Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just didn't play it yet. Really, I was just kind of testing to make sure that the poll like worked. Right. Um, so. Cool. There's a few right in. Oh, I got to cancel my Wufu form. Actually, that reminds me. But um, I'm actually just going to read a podcast exclusive. Mm-hmm. I'll read kind of. Uh, we'll do the top ten. So we'll see what uh, what all the other games were. So, nice. uh, one to ten. So N plus plus lovers in dangerous space time. Keep talking. Nobody explodes. Runbo super time for Ultra. Uh, number six was uh, Apotheon. Oh, uh, cool. Number seven was Starwall, which is on like a lot of systems. So um, I mm-hmm. should be picking it up. Uh, number eight, uh, Alto's Adventure, which is the iPad like snowboarding game. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine, Fate Tectonics. Nice. And then. Number ten, uh, Last Astronaut, which is another another infinite runner that's uh, on iOS and stuff. So, hmm. congrats awesome. to everyone. Yeah. Um, Do we have we, so we had a pretty good turnout in terms of the voting? Yeah, there is. I mean, I'm always like hesitant to say like how many people actually went to the site, but it was uh, by far the most amount of people that have ever been on the site in the span of like three days. That's so, cool. Um, <clears throat> to the point where actually like Google Ads like actually resulted in like some money some money <laughs> wow which was kind of cool but that's yeah awesome. lots of like probably 10 times the normal traffic 10 to 12 times the normal traffic went to the site really so that's cool yeah because i put it on reddit and it did really well and people like everyone was like tweeting it and everyone mm-hmm. was just sharing on Facebook and stuff like that, so it kind of like blew up. So definitely had like some international interest too, because I uh, like I saw on Twitter a couple of my friends or a couple of people that I know and follow and follow me back um, voted, and they're like from like Brazil and like <laughs> I can States. actually I think there's like a oh no way I used to be able to see like where in the oh wait wait I think I actually know why. 
There we go. Uh, f- yeah, 5% of the people were in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, most people were in North America and Canada, but United States, United Kingdom, Japan, Germany, Poland, Australia, Panama, Spain. That's awesome. Yes. Panama. Toronto game devs, man. Oh, it even breaks down in cities too. Toronto, Mississauga, Brampton, Oakville, Ottawa, Scarborough, London, Montreal, Richmond Hill, Barrie. Oakville was probably oh, me. Cool. <laughs> well, there was a few. There was a few in Oakville actually. So nice. Yeah. So solid. Congrats to N plus plus and all the other games. Uh, it was an awesome year for Toronto. I was like going through that list and I was just like, damn, like these all these games yeah, are. Man. Everybody's like, a winner. Yeah. There's a lot of solid games here. So. Yep, the community is definitely, definitely growing. And uh, and more for 2016 as well. We already did our most anticipated games, but lots uh, lots of stuff coming too. So, Yep. That's it for news time. News, 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 news. Okay. We got to just do like a recorded one where it's yeah, actually do. decent. Yeah. <laughs> That's something for the new year. <laughs> Yeah, and just like a little ticker tape thing going in the background too, a little ticker 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 ticker. Oh yeah. News, news, news. Well, after the podcast, uh, Dan's going to show me how to kind of tinker around with um, with GarageBand and do stuff. So, ooh, do stuff. Yeah, but no edits so far. Good job, Brett. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so we don't really have a. Uh, general topic it's kind of you know Christmas and all that good stuff had just happened yep um, so I mean just general discussion which is what I was kind of planning on last week but kind of screwed up um, I did have like some questions that we can just kind of talk or we can talk about the game why, why don't we talk about the games that we're playing and see if that what that evolves into okay Brett, so what have you been playing Brett's been playing I... lots of stuff <laughs> yeah, but I've been narrowed my focus lately on oh, where do you want to start, console or mobile? Because I'm I'm in both worlds. Uh, let's do mobile. Ooh, mobile. So I've I've toned down on my dungeon boss, um, but I've ramped up on Star Wars Galaxy. <laughs> oh, I've been thinking about getting it. Is it good or is it? No, it's not good. Not it's good and it's not good. Like. The microtransaction side or the in-app purchase side is really bad. Yeah. In oh man, it's it's shysty. Like, whew, I don't like it. But they they know how to EA knows what they're doing over there. So it's a good game in general of just like plunking down and playing it. But the in-app purchase side of things is really shysty. So I can't do that in general. I just I never fall victim to the in-app purchases. I never buy anything. I I try to play games without doing it, yeah. but uh, if I like a game like Dungeon Boss, they, I've been playing that for like a solid month. So I'm like, okay. Uh, I usually look at it more like if I get a good month out of your game, then you at least deserve my money. So I'll look at it buying something. But and and you're from a developer's point of view too, because you've developed mm-hmm. games and you've developed you know the, those sort of structures of in-app purchases and things yeah. like that. So you know you kind of feel their pain, and, and oh, you yeah. got a month out of it, you're you're gonna you're gonna do the right thing and kind of like donate yeah. to the cause because they gave you something out of it. But yeah. the general public, or at least me, maybe this is my opinion on the general public because mm-hmm. it's the way I would do it. But I just like I don't want anything to do with in-app purchases. Well, thing. I'd rather pay five bucks for the game. And, and the thing is, is like the the industry and the community of video gamers kind of put us in this position where they wanted free. Like it, at one time, at the beginning of mobile games, right? Like prices were up there; they were really expensive to get a game. And then, you know, what pretty much happened was a lot of undercutting. So if that guy's selling for twenty, I'm going to sell for fifteen, and then the next guy comes in and sells it for ten. So we kind of just dribbled it all the way down to a point where we got to 99 cents and then someone figured out, well, I'm going to offer the game for free and put in that purchases in. And it's just, it's just what happened over the course of five to six years, right? Well, maybe seven years now. So now here we are. That's exactly right. Now, like here we are at this point where free to play games is huge um premium the premium market itself to buy an app is not making as much money as people think they would so it's it's just a difficult time so and i don't honestly i don't see it ever going backwards because you're banking on the numbers right i mean 
if, if somebody if there's a million people interested in a free to play game and they only buy like a couple of small things that's mm-hmm. that's that's big numbers yeah if you get a million people in then if you did everything properly um yeah you'll be doing pretty good like and like if you like and i was just talking to my mentor about this uh just about uh retention and stuff and it's like, well, what's like the actual goal? Because like a lot of the bigger studios are pulling in like, you know, they could do a million a day, right? Like that's what the high end can do. And then it's like, well, here we are in the lower end. What is our goal? It's like a thousand dollars a day is kind of respectable and doable. But to do two thousand to five thousand a day is like really, really tough. So the goal is always to just try to make like bring in your fan base. Uh, nurture the people who stick around that really like your product and eventually you'll get that extra amount of dollars a day. So that's, it's it, it, tricky. Yeah, it seems tricky because it's just a sea of so many, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Getting noticed is just totally, 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 totally difficult to do. Like is it just, you know, is it based on the quality of your game or is it just based on um, on luck in a large part? Because I'm, I'm sure there's great games that just get totally buried Even well you kind of answer that yourself right like how do you pick your games right like i pick them based on, i've just i will play anything i don't even care it's just like yeah, hey, i'll check it out hmm. um but the staying factor so the retention is huge right like if i come into a game and if i can or even if you came into my game and i can't retain you for more than an hour then i lost because you'll never come back right. the numbers are there that if you're not if you play the game within like tw- whatever 20 minutes and you find it's crappy, you will not come back to that game ever again, specifically in mobile. Um, like obviously with consoles, you could probably put a Steam game away and then be like, I'll come back to it next year, and you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but with mobile games, it's more likely you'll play it for 20 minutes, if that. Actually, I'll even whittle it down to like two minutes. Mm-hmm. You'll play it. If the experience doesn't hit you right away, you're uninstalling it, then it's done. No, it's true. I mean, the same thing happens with writing music too, right? Like, if I'm if I'm working on a pitch for an ad, if if that if the very first beat doesn't make them go, oh, what is this? This is something different. Because yeah. in all honesty, you know, uh, like they they'll get like fifty pitches, mm-hmm. they'll get like fifty tracks that they have to sort through, yeah. uh, which is insane. It just waters everything down. But if if you know they're not going to listen to all fifty, they're going to listen to the first five seconds, and if they're not on, if they're not hooked, then they're out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and it you know it's just it's a sort of a microcosm of the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and get totally you, like you gotta draw them in immediately with something. Even yeah, if it's it, just your GUI, like like the very first thing they see, if it's super attractive and really compelling, then uh, then that's important. Yeah, it's like it's tough, man. The whole uh, like retention in general is an incredibly tough thing to master and do. Like I read up a ton on retention all the time because it's so important and it's always changing like every day it's changing so typically i always find like if we like if we're releasing a game and uh we'll use it as like if hard circles releasing a game specifically for mobile then our objective is to put it out there as a soft launch so it might only go to a couple countries and then we just watch it and we've taken all the data that's coming in. Because if you like, if you're not using your data, like data is king in mm-hmm. the world of mobile. So if you're not using your data properly, then you better address it in that soft launch. Because without the data, um, you're not really going to know what to do to fix your game. Mm-hmm. Because if you were to launch the game without soft launching it, you're screwed. Like, just it's dead. Don't even waste your time. And you can figure out how to interpret, you know, obviously it's important to figure out how to interpret that data into how, how to make this game better. Well, why. That's, that's why I get paid the big dollars. Oh. So for the kids out there, you know, <laughs> you got to know your data and what it means because if you don't, then you don't know what you're going to do with the data. And it's a ton of useless information sometimes, but at the same time, there's a lot of good stuff in there and you're like, uh, you can really track like, oh, here's my retention, blah, blah, blah. And then it drops here. And it's like, well, what is here at this point in this game? Why are they dropping? Oh, it's my tutorial. My tutorial sucks. Right. So then you go back and go, okay, so the first five minutes or if, you're, if your game is five minutes of tutorial, you already lost. So anyone who's listening, do not make a five-minute tutorial. You'll never make money. Mm-hmm. So you, 
if that tutorial is too long, you'll notice it in your data. You'll you'll just see the drop off. So this is how you got to interpret it and go back, iterate. Iteration is king until you get it down to your till that data is perfect and your retention numbers are where you think they're going to be, then you release it full and then you hope. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of luck involved. Like it's tons of luck. Skill and luck. Yeah, definitely. I mean, then you could just I mean, the flip side of that coin is somebody famous endorses your game or or for for whatever reason it's on the top page, you know. Even well, even top page on uh, Apple and or Google isn't helping anymore. No way. No, it's like it's not as important as it used to be. Or or if it becomes a staff pick of some sort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's just hard. That's luck, right? Yeah. So the main trick is what like, and not a lot of kids have the money to do this. Is you pay for installations, right? So. Um, you would drop like a thousand, well, not a thousand bucks, but we'll say like a hundred bucks to get X amount of people to play your game. Mm-hmm. So from that, that's an inor- inorganic or wait, hold on, uh, yeah, whatever. So from that one, like the whole goal is to make your one dollar worth three dollars. So one dollar is one person acquisition. So I've paid a dollar to get Dan to play my game. Now it's up to Dan, hopefully, to love this game. And at least get one friend on board. So I need to one or two friends would be ideal. Two friends is the best case scenario, because then that means my one dollar just made me three dollars, right? So you have to kind of watch how you play with the number side of things, especially with the money. Like there's a whole other side to mobile games. It's ridiculous. And what about like I've seen? Obviously, you know, you go to Starbucks. And they have mm-hmm. like the game of the week or the app of the week or whatever. I yeah. got Monument Valley um, from Starbucks like a few months back. And, mm. and I went ahead and bought like all the other chapters to that game because it was right. just so well put together. Uh, you know, I guess that's an avenue too. Is that is that something that like do you know anything about that? Like how do you get – like can you just – I guess you could just make download cards and, and mm-hmm. give them away somewhere, right? Um, with Android – I'm not sure how it works with the droid yet. I have to look into that. But like the whole Starbucks app of the week or whatever it is, that's like a deal through Starbucks. Okay. Like you have to get in with the PR there and be like, hey, can you guys do this? Like Mm. it's a lot of. So it's not like something that they do internally. It's like just a PR thing that that you can get Mm. together with Starbucks somehow and make that happen. Yeah. You got to have that connection. Yeah. But uh, I don't have any Starbucks connections. <laughs> Monument Valley was on um, <clears throat> that Netflix show as well um, uh, about the president with Kevin Spacey. Oh, uh, House of Cards? House of Cards, yeah. Because <clears throat> he's sort of like a, a, a gamer in that show. And uh, there's just like a quick scene where he's just playing mm-hmm. Monument Valley. <clears throat> Pardon me, oh, Valley. It's huge. Hold on, my phone's ringing. Be right back. <clears throat> All right. He, yeah, there's a moment in that show where he's playing that game, and then I read like after that that episode aired or the season aired, like forget sa- about sales it. of that game just like like blew up. So that's another another. I, I wonder, like, is that a product placement? Well, is so that just luck. The developers said that they didn't know, uh, or uh-huh. they didn't ask, and then the developer or the. The, the creators of the show or whatever asked them if they could put the game on on the show. That's and, awesome. And the developers were like, uh, yeah, of course. Uh, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Free advertising? Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he said that they didn't like pay for the advertising. It wasn't like a product placement thing, but it, I guess it sort of was. Yeah, that's brilliant. And that I mean, that's that's just luck, right? I mean, it is a great game, though. Yes. Yeah. So, I, mean, I like it. It was free on – it was free for a little while. I didn't I – didn't, I haven't been yet, but I – thoroughly enjoyed it no totally yeah me too i I beat the first the first chapter haven't beat the other ones yet but this is even more ridiculous now that brett's not here because you and i are in the same house (laughs) (laughs) uh with brett with brett mia right now dan what have you been playing lately uh you know what i actually (laughs) not really a video game per se but it is an interactive handheld um I, i katie got me um Pocket Operator, um, which is a product by Teenage Engineering. Okay. And it's really cool. It's 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 really small. It's like the size, it's like one 
eighth of a Game Boy, like the retro Game Boys. Right? Oh, mm-hmm. and it just fits in the palm of your hand, and you can sequence really cool beats and melodies and chop things up and do a lot of fun stuff with it. And there's actually an LED screen that has like a little story, like it's a submarine, and like the base one, for instance, like the base pocket operator is a submarine, and it's doing all this like just weird stuff as you're pushing all the buttons in. And it's not exactly a game per se, but it feels like a game when I'm making music on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun to it's fun to mess around with, you know. Uh, but it definitely uses that that sort same sort of tactile handheld thing. I get just about as much fun playing that as I do playing, um, you know, a game on uh, on the Game Boy or, nice. or on my uh, phone or whatever. But mm. that's about it, you know. It's it's all been about music making the last little while, but. As soon as I get on a rhythm with this show, um, by the time I'm on like the fifth or sixth episode, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have some more time to to dig back in. Mm-hmm. Nice, um, cool. Brad. You but mentioned yeah, if you have a chance to try a pocket operator, though, you guys should try it. It's fun to mess around with. Is it in this house right now that I'm in? Uh, yes, I will let you try it. All right, yeah. <laughs> Bring it to uh, Game Dev Drinks so I can play with it. Cool, man. We'll you could just come here, Brett. I yeah. could. I could. But I'm going to be going to IKEA soon, sponsored by. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I would love an IKEA sponsorship. Actually. Just, just don't eat their meatballs. No, stay away from their food. Yeah, they sell their be... food for like a dollar. Like everyone not... always says, their food is really good there, though. I, I've also heard that, but I just don't trust it. No, I mean neither. Eh. I think it's designed to just keep you in their bathrooms for the rest of the day. Oh God. <laughs> um, Brett, you also mentioned you're playing some console games. What have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing a boatload of Smite. <laughs> oh, still, eh? Yeah, I'm like right into it. Smite load. Smite load. Nice. It's um, a great game. I've just been enjoying it too much. Maybe a little too much. And it's on Steam, right? Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll play it. So what I've been lately um, is it's. I feel like this is sort of announcement worthy because I've just been such a like console guy my whole life. But I'm actually like starting to get into Steam playing more steam games so i picked up uh fate tectonics which i haven't played yet but lover and lovers in a dangerous space time uh which i'm really enjoying i got the controller set up so i can just like play with my playstation controller i bought SimCity 4 as well because uh over the holiday my brother down or like has been playing SimCity build it which is just a brutal like freemium game but it's strangely addictive so i downloaded SimCity 4 so i'm starting to get more into like this the pc steam world um welcome to my world yes <laughs> i knew you'd come here before i'd go to go to uh the ps4 <laughs> well a little more affordable than getting a ps4 yeah i already have a computer and and i bought those games on sale so mm-hmm. the uh the thing so i i think no matter what uh, if a game comes on ps4 i'll get it on ps4 but if a game is also on Steam or is only on Steam and Xbox One or something, then I'll get it on Steam. So, looking for suggestions to pick up because I only have, I literally only have, I have a few games in my library, but they're like they're old games that I'll just never play. I only have five games right now. So, I I've, I've been trying to get into Steam. Wait, you only have five games on your Steam? I so I have in total sixty. Um, cause I've had the steam account ever since like half-life two, mm-hmm. like the orange box came out. And then I, I picked up like humble bundles here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I don't have them installed. I have 40 that I can, I'm looking at it right now. I have 40 that I can install on this Mac, but mm-hmm. I only have like five installed that I'll play. So chivalry, fate tectonics, lovers, Planet of the eyes and SimCity four. Right. <laughs> Those are my five games. Nice. Yeah, Dan, sorry, you're saying that you're kind of getting to Steam as well, or? Well, I've been I've been trying. It's it's tough though because, <clears throat> like, uh, I've just been dabbling in it a little bit at this point, but uh, I've been getting kind of getting shafted with the with the PC onlys, and not mm. finding enough games that I wanted to try that were. I mean, I haven't dived in completely, but um, the games that I have gone to just to be like, oh, like for instance, you gave me a code. Uh, for Planet of the Eyes, I was like sick. Mm. Went went to grab it, and I was like, ah, oh, damn, I can't play this on my Mac. Right. <laughs> so oh, it, you know, there's been I've cool. been 
I've been kind of like shafted like four times in a row with that same thing. Mm-hmm. So whenever I go to open up Steam, I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to try this. I go, I'm like, oh, damn, I can't play that on my Mac. Crap. Yeah, time to get a PC, bro. I would never do that. Not not because not because oh, I don't wow. like PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it has nothing to do with that. But it's just that I'm a Logic user. And that's like how I Logic being like the digital audio workstation that I write all my music in. So like I can't – it doesn't run on PC. Yeah, but I'm not saying – abandon your mac life just get a pc for gaming oh yeah i'm just gonna get a playstation 4 <laughs> yeah it sounds so dirty when you say it <laughs> and i'm not against the ps4 it's just it's, i think you are though that's the thing it's too expensive and exclusives don't really matter nowadays so well they do if you want to play them what's exclusive Uncharted. on that system Uncharted four. Oh, yeah, Game of the Year right there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry it's not Mario Maker. Yeah, the best <laughs> game ever made of 2015. <laughs> Let me refrain that. Bloodborne, everyone loved Bloodborne. Yeah, that was tight. That's on... Uh... No, it's not. It will be. It won't be. <laughs> Dude, it will be. I'll make you... Uh, I'll make another Pleasant Plucker bet right now. Uh... Wait, was that was that meal specifically for the Pleasant... The Pheasant Plucker? Yeah. It was for a game dev drink. It's for, in, yeah, in January. I'm a look, game I'm, dev drink meal. I'm yep. super looking forward to it. Yeah, I might be broke that day. We'll yeah, see. well, that's, <laughs> no. <laughs> you, all, you always speak about people's word and people's honor and all this Uh-oh. stuff. Uh-oh. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> um, I will honor it. Do not worry. You know Brett's just going to be like, yo, give me another free pizza to the kitchen. Hook <laughs> <laughs> you up with a couple slices. I have, this, I have this ogre coming over. I need to have pizza. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, maybe we should start wrapping it up. Uh, we've gone 15 minutes or so and, and whatnot. Brett, that actually turned into a good discussion on retention and stuff like that. So, yeah, buddy. Nice work. Yeah, I could talk about that all day. Cool. That will be our go-to <laughs> whenever we need a topic. We're just like, well, Brett, talk about mobile games. I yeah. can talk about anything game-related that anyone ever wants us to talk about. Plain and simple. Cool. cool. You know what we should do? We can we can actually talk about sports games. That way we can talk about sports too. I've actually retired from playing sport games. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really played too many sports games. I used to play them all the time, but I've retired. Does Rocket, um, does Rocket League count? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, I, if it can't be played in real life, then I don't think it can count. Mm-hmm. 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 Sounds good. Cool. <laughs> cool. Let's wrap this up then. Uh, you can follow Brett's adventures uh, on Twitter at Brett Meeser, as well as 15 other different things. Hard Circle. TP Smoke. TP Smoke. The Great Ham Jam. Game Dev Drinks. ADD. Just follow me. Follow him on Twitch on TV Smoke. Watch him play Smite all day. Um, yep. You can follow Dan's adventures on Composing Dan on Twitter, as well yep. as Play Runbo, which is currently on sale, by the way. Nice. Nice. Uh, and then check out the site torontogamedevs.com follow on twitter at torontogamedevs uh, as well as rate us on iTunes and whatnot, and share it with your friends and share it on <laughs> Facebook and all that stuff all that good stuff yep cool cool, right. cool. bye everyone Later. see you guys